Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. When it seems like the whole world is heading towards destruction, how can we, as Christians, stay focused on Christ and rest in His peace? Pastor J.D. comes to us today with an update of encouraging testimonies, reminding us that God has the power to turn even the foulest things around for His glory. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 19th, 2021. Pastor Frog, I'm a Bowen therapist, a.k.a. licensed massage therapist in the state of Washington. I just led a 104-year-old client to Jesus one week before she went home to be with Jesus. (laughs) She was quite healthy until she got the COVID jab, 104 years old. So blessed to be able to lead her to truth before she passed. But this is not why I'm writing. I'm writing because I've been working in close proximity with my clients. My work is close on, so working barely on skin and mostly over clothing those who have been vaccinated. I had COVID in December and never really felt any effects from having COVID. My case was very mild because I take the vitamins and all the healthy things. I needed to do in order to have a mild case. God was definitely good to me. After my clients started to get the vaccine in eastern Washington, I started having miscellaneous medical symptoms. I'm very healthy for 62. I'm on zero prescription medications for any health conditions. First symptom was low back pain. Next symptom is I started having unusual amounts of hair falling out. And then she says this, listen, I know of eight people who have died as a direct result of the jab. Eight people that have died. So all that to say, these COVID jabs are not only damaging to the one getting them, But these people are transferring spike proteins to those around them. They are dangerous and deadly. Again, along the same lines. I have not been vaccinated. I emailed you back in May or June to let you know that I had fallen sick after being around co-workers that had been vaccinated a day prior. The co-workers were experiencing moderate symptoms that their doctors said were, quote, just the vaccine settling in their system. 
close quote. My symptoms, which I attributed to being shedded on by spike proteins, were fever, sweats, headache, and body aches. It was intense and completely sapped my energy for three and a half days. I only rested and slept the sickness off. Well, on September 8th, I fell ill again. I had the same exact symptoms. This time, I treated it with a COVID preventative protocol, quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, and vitamin D. I was better in one and a half to two days. I did a COVID self-test during sickness, and it was negative. Just prior to being sick, I had traveled by car from California to Idaho and back, interacting and being exposed to lots of people. I think I was shed on yet again. I just want you to know this in case it helps you with your data and understanding. And uh, yes, it is, by the way. And here's another one. Hi, JD. Back on July 23rd, I was diagnosed with COVID. I have asthma like you and get bronchitis a lot. So two weeks prior, I had already come down with bronchitis before getting COVID. I went to urgent care in Beaumont because I was having trouble breathing. They said they thought I had COVID but couldn't test me, so I had to go to the ER at Redlands Community Hospital. In the large room with me, there were two other women. All had COVID, all had the vaccine. I was the only one there unvaccinated. Both were in worse condition than me. One had an oxygen percent of 61%, and the other was having a stroke. Even though I felt so tight and felt like I couldn't breathe, my oxygen rate was 93%. But God, anyway, the doctor said, I'm sending you home. I asked him, what are you going to give me for COVID? He replied, nothing. I asked him for antibiotics for the COVID. He said, I did not need them. I then asked, would you at the very least give me prednisone since I have asthma and now COVID? He agreed to do that and only that. That doctor sent me home to die like thousands of other people because I was unvaccinated. They all treated me with contempt because I was unvaccinated. I called my own doctor two weeks later because I was still so sick. And he said I would be okay because I was almost over it now. He had been trying to get me to get the vaccine for months. I went home and told my very good friend who used to work with a doctor that still had a medical practice. He told her without treatment and my asthma, I would not survive without treatment of the COVID since I had already been sick. He prescribed hydroxychloroquine and a Z-pack along with a regimen of vitamins. The medication cost $58 and that's without insurance. I started the medication on Monday and was very sick for three weeks. I couldn't even stand up without passing out. I couldn't eat. I lost my taste and my smell. I couldn't breathe. I had an awful headache that only went away with my migraine medicine and couldn't see. 
visually, I lost 23 pounds. As sick as I was though, my oxygen level never dipped below 90%. But God, I later found out I caught COVID at work. I want you to listen very carefully. From one of seven co-workers, all of whom were vaccinated. I still don't have my smell back, but everything else is great. Praise God. Now, I need you to just bear with me, please. Late, late last night I was praying and seeking the Lord about this, and then early this morning I woke up a little bit earlier than I usually do on a Sunday morning, and was asking the Lord, and uh, was prompted by the Lord to include this. So I included this just this morning, because it speaks to and answers the question of what is going on. Why are people getting so sick? Why are people that have already gotten COVID, not gotten the vaccine, getting so sick? Could it be that it's because they're close in proximity to those who have gotten the vaccine, as we just read from these testimonies? Well, picture here is an August 26th article on LifeSite News titled, Study, Fully Vaccinated Healthcare Workers Carry 251 Times Viral Load Pose Threat to Unvaccinated Patients, Coworkers. Kindly allow me to quote from this article. A groundbreaking preprint paper by the prestigious Oxford University Clinical Research Group published August 10th in The Lancet includes alarming findings devastating to the COVID vaccine rollout. The study found vaccinated individuals carry 251 times the load of COVID-19 viruses in their nostrils compared to the unvaccinated. While moderating the symptoms of infection, the jab allows vaccinated individuals to carry unusually high viral loads without becoming ill at first. Did you hear that? I'm going to read that again. The jab allows vaccinated individuals to carry unusually high viral loads without becoming ill at first. Oh, that explains it potentially transforming them into pre-symptomatic super-spreaders. This phenomenon may be the source of the shocking post-vaccination surges in heavily vaccinated populations globally. Still quoting the paper's authors, Chow et al. demonstrated widespread vaccine failure 
and transmission under tightly controlled circumstances in a hospital lockdown in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. The scientists studied healthcare workers who were unable to leave the hospital for two weeks. The data showed that fully vaccinated workers about two months after injection with the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine acquired, carried, and presumably transmitted the Delta variant to their vaccinated colleagues. They almost certainly also passed the Delta infection to susceptible unvaccinated people, including their patients. Sequencing of strains confirmed the workers transmitted SARS-CoV-2 to one another. Thus, we have a key piece to the puzzle explaining why the Delta outbreak is so formidable. Fully vaccinated are participating as COVID-19 patients and acting as powerful typhoid Mary-style super spreaders of the infection. Vaccinated individuals are blasting out concentrated viral explosions into their communities and fueling new COVID surges. Vaccinated healthcare workers are almost certainly infecting their co-workers and patients, causing horrendous collateral damage. For those who are interested, we did a prophecy update on this back on March 13th of this year. I titled it, The Devil is in the Details. Now this is March, and in it I quoted leading experts in the field, all of whom were saying the same thing. There's going to be a transmission from the jabbed to the unjabbed, and it's going to be down the road, we don't know, maybe six months, a year, 18 months. Okay, let's, let's count. March, April, May, June, July, August, September 6. It's happening, exactly as they said it would. Here's uh, just a, a couple of the quotes from these leading experts, and we have these links online, by the way. The problem I'm talking about is a global problem. It's not an individual getting an adverse event. It's a global problem of making this virus increasingly infectious because we leave it all the time a chance, an opportunity to escape the immune system and to drive this. So to whip this up to a level where the virus is so infectious that we can even no longer control it. Because basically what we are doing is that when we vaccinate somebody, we are turning this person into a potential asymptomatic carrier that is shedding the virus. Here's another quote. The people who have been vaccinated are now sharing mutated viruses with those around them. The mutations are becoming stronger and deadlier. I believe 
This is why new virus variations are appearing in areas where the vaccine has been given to lots of people. It is the vaccinated individuals who are going to threaten mankind. This is six, seven, eight months ago. It is the vaccinated individuals. They will be a major threat to anyone who has been vaccinated, but they will also be a major threat to the unvaccinated because the viruses they are shedding are more dangerous than the original one. This is anonymous. I just got off the phone with my nephew's wife. She shared with me about her friends going to Minute Clinic at CVS Long's Kailua. They went in for an antibody test. The lady helping them told them, wow, you have a lot of antibodies. She continued the conversation saying she has had a lot of vaccinated people come in for an antibody test and said they had no antibodies, not low antibodies, no antibodies, and went on and said, I can't explain it. This took place in Kailua. Then another family member went to the same clinic to check her antibodies, and she is loaded. She is not vaccinated, but did have COVID a while ago. Can anybody in the medical field explain this? Then a mom and two sisters just got an antibody test at CVS Kailua, and they had natural antibodies from having COVID this summer. The nurse gave them a paper saying that they are good until April of 2022. The nurse also said that she doesn't know how to explain it, but a lot of people who are fully vaccinated are testing to have zero antibodies, and our friend's husband is one of them. Okay, but God, <laughs> I am so thankful for COVID. I had the virus and got the monoclonal antibody infusion by day three. Due to my allergies, I wasn't sure if I could go south on day eight to twelve. Within 48 hours, there was a huge difference, even though my symptoms were minor compared to others. I was able to share the gospel with four people I would have never come across if I didn't get sick. Two from the infectious disease clinic who gave me the infusion, a cleaning lady my husband sent to our home after my quarantine. Did you hear that, husbands? I'll leave that one right there and a contractor to work on our home. The Lord has also used this in my unsaved husband's life. I have showed no fear and had joy through it all. When we got married, we were both lost. Then I came to Christ seven years later. Please pray for Matt and that he will not be left behind. I have been praying for him for 22 years. Yes, Lord, for Matt's salvation. This is from Shelly. I follow you from Pennsylvania. My but God miracle happened in March 2020, but God opened up my spiritual eyes and pulled me from the lukewarm Christian life I was living and set a fire in my life. 
and in turn my family's lives. So grateful God turned what was meant for evil into good. And this last one, I kind of saved the best for last. It's from Lee. Thank you for your service, sir. Just a quick note to let you know your work is very valuable. I'm not so great with words, but wanted to thank you. I've been a seeker for many years, and it was one of your videos that sealed the deal for me. The one with the monetary system graph, I surrendered that night to Jesus Christ. God bless you. That's what God's doing. What's God doing? That's what God's doing. He's bringing people to Him, people back to Him because of this. This is meant for evil, but God, He takes it and He makes it to bring people to salvation as only He can. And He's doing it. He's doing it right now. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry I'm yelling and spitting on everybody in the front row. Free water baptism sprinkling this week for the front row. I think I made the comment. I remember making a, a similar comment uh, more than once since this whole thing started. I, I thank God for this crisis. I thank God for this crisis. People are coming to Christ that would have never otherwise come to Christ had it not been for this. Yeah, but pastor, it's getting kind of scary. I know. <laughs> but God, but God. You know, when we get testimonies like this, it's just a, another reminder of how important what we do is. And by the way, this is fruit added to your account. You're a part of this. You're a part of this. God has, in spite of us, certainly in spite of me, deemed fit to take this obscure ministry, this His church on the windward side of Oahu, to literally reach the uttermost parts of the earth. And you're a part of that. And we praise God for that. And that's, this is why we do this. And this is why we've been doing this since, get this, 2006. I'll, I'll let that sink in for just a moment. Somebody help me out here. How many years is that? 15 now? I'm getting no help from my brethren. <laughs> Isn't it? Right? Is it about 15 years? 15 years! 15 years! And this is why we not only do these updates, but it's also why we end with the gospel and a childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. And that's how I want to bring it to a close today, if you'll just give me another couple minutes. What is the gospel? The gospel is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses. Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day. And as he writes the Apostle Paul to the Thessalonian church, he's coming back again one day. That's the good news, the gospel. Jesus is returning. 
This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible prophecy updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.